Hello, and welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Online marketing expert, Lindsay Anderson, known internationally as One Click Lindsay, and her dedicated online marketing specialists at trafficandleads.com know that today's growing businesses thrive on targeted website traffic that converts into leads with just one click. Whether your business is struggling right now or your thriving business needs even more fuel for growth, you've come to the right place. So sit back and get ready to learn how to grow your business one click at a time. Please welcome your host of the Traffic and Leads podcast, One Click Lindsay. Hi listeners, welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today we have a special guest, Miss Cheryl Tan. Now she is very unique because she was a journalist turned entrepreneur. And now she helps business owners get the media attention they want and deserve. Ms. Cheryl is also the host of an awesome podcast called Get Media Smart Podcast, which you should totally check out. Uh, without further ado, let's welcome Cheryl to the podcast today. Hi, Cheryl. Lindsay, so great to talk with you. Thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, I'm happy to have you here. So did I miss anything in the intro that we that I need to iron out? Mm, nope, you did a great <laughs> job. Um <laughs> <laughs> you boil it down so succinctly. I yeah. <laughs> so, so if I am your customer, so I can get my head wrapped around this. If I come to you, then like I will be like Cheryl, introduce me to media people and get me get me on all the media channels. Is it as easy as that? Is that what you do for me? <laughs> you know, I wish it were that easy, and I'm sure that the business owner or whoever wants media attention wishes it were that easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, it takes a little bit more than that. I need to understand exactly what you do and where you want to be seen. So I have a lot of people who come up to me and they say, I want to be on the Today Show. And I'm like, mm, wow, that's great. Me too. That's <laughs> great. I know who doesn't. Um, and then I say, you either have to be really awesome or really not in order to be on the wow. TV show. It's yeah. like one or the other. Yeah. So I like to start small. Uh, it usually starts with trying to find media in your town. You live somewhere and you have connections there. You have a business where you've uh, made relationships with people. Is the best, the best idea really to start where you are and work your way up and get media from there. So you get media maybe with your local newspaper, the local TV station, local radio station, go to regional outlets, and then work your way up from there. Okay. It always looks like somebody's an overnight success, like all of a sudden they're on Good Morning America. And it usually doesn't work that way. Usually it's uh, something that they started a long time ago and making relationships with journalists who are nearby, near to them in their, in their hometown. That makes sense. So when you were a journalist, then obviously, did you have people pitching you? Were you in a situation or was that like somebody else in the newsroom? Oh no, always. I got a ton of emails and I really should have just screenshotted the emails I received. They would be press releases from all of those, um, press release companies. Yes. <laughs> um, delete, 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 delete. So which uh, ones did I you pay attention to? The ones that understood the stories I did. So oh. I, and, and that they had to be your fan essentially, right? Well, not even a fan, but they'd have to understand that I was a local TV news reporter and that I was telling the stories of my community. So I would get pitched by all of these, uh, and not to throw them under the bus, but these 
publishing companies and they send me pitch, pitch after pitch after pitch of authors who A, don't live in my town, so automatically I don't care, or two, uh, authors who don't cover the subjects that I cover. So for a while, for a little while, when I, when I was working in the news, I was doing stories on local businesses. Well, none of them were local businesses because they weren't in my town and they weren't entrepreneurs. So it, it didn't necessarily help me. And those pitches got deleted. I really should have just saved them, though, just to have them. I saved a couple. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, but they're not relevant to me. If they're not relevant to me, I can't use them. And so a lot of times they get deleted. So when I go to pitch, if I want, if I, my goal is to be on one of the local TV stations for whatever yes. reason. Mm-hmm. So do I look up my local reporter's email address and email him directly? Is that what I do? So you can do that. But first I'd ask you, what is it you're trying to pitch? What's your story? How will your story that you're pitching be of interest to that reporter's audience? So think of that before you try and find the email to send a pitch is what is it you, Lindsay, are going to try and engage their audience with? That's fair. So do you have like a good, so I'm a small business. Do you have a good example of what Mm -hmm. that would be? So it depends on what your small business is. And I I know that you have a podcast, but do you have another business within your town? Or yeah, you're just going to, yeah, you can use any example you want or like just like a generic web developer. Like I don't, tell me about that. Okay, gotcha. So actually let's go, let's go one step further with let's say IT. Okay. Yeah, perfect. That's an IT security specialist with computers, um, they have a business that is critical to many businesses. So if I were to go in there and they say to me, oh, I'd I'd like to get in the media, I would say, okay, what are some of the challenges that you help your clients solve? And a lot of them, of course, are related to security, of course. Right. And so as a journalist, I would like to know, are there times of the year that they're busier? Are there times of the year that security issues are more important? Like maybe at the holidays, people are, you know, they're throwing out their credit card and they're not maybe so much checking security issues related to that because they're just spending, spending, spending. So does that mean that websites are more vulnerable? And so maybe they say yes. So I don't know these answers. Right, right. (laughs) We're just riffing. This is perfect. Let's say that security expert absolutely knows that knows that December 15th is the day that is the most vulnerable for small businesses. That's a story. Like that's completely a story. That's a story where you can share your expertise about what to do to prevent security issues on December 15th, if that's really the date. Yeah, sure. And ways to, first of all, avoid it, but then first let the news station know that it's an issue. Because I guarantee you the journalist is A, looking for stories, and B, is likely not an IT expert. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So would you, so let's just keep going with this example. So would you just write up a, like in your blog, you kind of talk about writing your first press release. Is that how you would propose it? Or are you going to write like a personal email with a catchy subject line to them? You got it, Lindsay. Number two, like door number two, because... People know what a press release is, and so that's why I talk about it. But I would much prefer to get an email 
targeted to me with a story idea that I would be interested in. So what I would do if I'm this IT person and I know I've got some value to share is I would find the tech reporter or the there's usually a reporter somewhere that does consumer issues or something related to money, business, buying. And those people, those readers or those watchers, that audience would be interested in something related to IT security. That makes sense. And if they're interested, then my reporter is interested. I find that reporter. I email that person. I share my story and say, this is what I find. December 15th is the magic day. I want to help people prevent problems. Here's how I can do it. Are you interested? Wow. Period. Does it work? You know, it has a better chance of working. I have to yeah, it depends on how exciting your story is, right? It totally depends. It depends on how you approach it. I promise you, if you say, dear John, I sell security software by my story and my product, um, that won't work. <laughs> yeah. Delete. Yeah. Please don't do that. <laughs> that makes sense. So, so let's talk a little bit. You had a blog post about building relationships with reporters. So how important is that? And maybe if I don't have a story right now or I don't like nothing's coming to mind, do I start building those relationships right now? And how do I go about it? You know, there's a saying that I can't remember, but I remember the gist. <laughs> <laughs> like if you sow the seeds, then they'll be ready for when you harvest or whatever. You harvest know what I mean. something, like you, something. <laughs> something with planting. It, it's so important. And I, I like to take a page from nonprofits. Like nonprofit organizations are really good with public relations. They're really, really good because they're all about making relationships. They're all about creating them. And I remember when I started reporting, a couple of the nonprofits would just reach out and say, hey, Cheryl, welcome to the community. They didn't have a story to pitch. They're with XYZ nonprofit, some organization, some community group. It's great to have you here. I heard you came from Richmond. Hope you like Virginia Beach. Peace out. And I, you know, I responded, thank you so much for that kind uh, welcome to the area. Peace out. Great. Right. So done. Like that happens on day one. Well, the next time they email me, which may be what, three months down the road, it's a genuine, hey, Cheryl, we have this event. Are you interested? Now, maybe I am or maybe I'm not. And it doesn't matter whether I covered or not. But at least I know about it. So it gives me the option to be interested. And I didn't delete it because I know this person. And I know that they're just telling me about an event that they have happening. So the journalist that you reach out to still may not do the story, even if you know them. Like, even if you know them. But you just want them to weigh in on that possibility. And it just starts by being authentic and, and natural and starting a relationship. Now... I mean, relationships are hard to make. That's that's very, very true with social media and LinkedIn and Facebook and you get messages everywhere. I mean, how do you be authentic? Well, be authentic. I really like the story that you did yesterday. I read this story that you wrote last week and it really resonated with me. And that's it. Like, don't sell anything. Don't offer anything. Um, you could say, hey, I'm an expert in so-and-so related to the story you just wrote 
if I can help you at any point in time, let me know. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, they might save that because they're always looking for experts. You don't know, but you have to, you have to make that outreach first. Interesting. So were you, um, I'm not sure what year you were a journalist, but was that, were you part of like the whole social media thing? And would you prefer someone email you or Facebook you, or do you have a comment on that? Um, yes. And I, I just left in 2014. And I, yeah, and I host a TV show. So I get pitched still too. And I like email. I personally like email. I'm becoming more interested in LinkedIn, although it's starting to get a little spammy. It but is. It's so it annoying. Is. Yeah. Um, but I'm, uh, I've always been on LinkedIn, as many journalists are. But I, I, I don't mind it because I can sort of see who's requesting information all in one place. So that I like as well. It kind of gives sense. me some things. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So, so when you use, I believe these are your words, when you say become a media magnet, Cheryl, yes. what does yes. that mean? And how do I do that? Well, it becomes, it's more about sharing what you know. So a lot of people, and I think a lot of people can say, I can get anybody on TV. I would never say that. (laughs) I would never say that. Um, It has to be something that you share and share your value. And so what I teach and become a media magnet is that you want to be able to share your expertise in a way that you know how to. So let's say you are that IT expert. My opinion, it's if you're not going to be doing the media outreach, so if you're not going to be sending those emails out to reporters personally, which I think is a really good idea, then you need to create that content so that if people were to find you, they would see that you're an expert because they're probably looking for security experts as well. Then they'll find you and be able to know that you have the knowledge and the expertise and be something that their audience can depend on. And how can they, how would they find me? Google. Oh, I okay. use Google all the time. Oh, you did? Google, I do use, I use Google do. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Virginia Beach, whatever XYZ. expert I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Yep. All and the like, time. you'll just, whatever, the first one comes up and then you'll just call them. No. And here's the thing is, it's not the first one. It is, I'm looking at websites. I'm looking at their content. I'm looking at any videos that they have to Ooh. see how they sound and how they handle themselves and whether they really know what they're talking about. It all kind of, it's a, it's a, it's a package. Uh, and in fact, anything that you do, if somebody gives you a referral, you're going to go to Google first and foremost, just happened today to somebody I was talking to. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. So people, if you're listening to this again, the importance of your website, doing videos and just presenting yourself well. So if some if a media person is looking for you, then mm-hmm. you're putting the best foot forward, not only for your clients, but hey, the media would uh, like that as well. So mm-hmm. there is a website, and I know you know about it, which mm-hmm. is Har- Harrow. Mm-hmm. And essentially that stands for help a reporter out. Yep. I have tried that for a few of my clients and had some luck. Mm-hmm. Other clients, I have not because it seems like it's really, really saturated and there's like no one listening. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Does it work? Tell me about that. I think you're right. I think when you have a lot of smart entrepreneurs talking about marketing and media and relationships, everybody, like they all flock to it. And so it seems like Harrow is one of those places. 
Um, I will say that, yes, it can work. I've had some success with it as well. Um, I've also had some not success. Like it, it's sort of a numbers game. It's finding the right story that you have that matches with the story that they're looking for, being the right kind of expert, having the, like we talked about the Google, like, cause they're going to Google, like yeah. I guarantee you that yeah. if they get a pitch and they are remotely interested, they're going to Google to see whether you really are who you say you are, at least online. And it's about a deadline. Like the deadline is probably the one thing that people don't understand the most is news is cyclical, of course, but a story is needed every day or every week or every month, whatever the deadline for that reporter is. So let's say they put out something on Harrow and they say they need a story for blah, 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 by blah, 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 by whatever time. Well, if they get a hundred they don't need a hundred. They only need one. And once they find the right one, they're not going to read it's the over. other ones. That makes sense. So promptness is probably the most important thing is to, to do it quickly and to, and to have your clear idea pretty quickly. Like maybe to have it even in a, a, an Evernote file or something. Typically, if you're an expert in something, whether it's finance or insurance or whatever it is, you know what it is you're good at. And you can keep that somewhere close. So you can just copy and paste and then tailor it to whatever that reporter wants, but have your the nuts and bolts of what you do easily read, easily able to copy and paste and put into that email that you send back. That makes sense. And just for those that don't know what Harrow is, essentially, right. it's a website that reporters will go to and say, hey, I need an expert in grief counseling or whatever the myriad of topics is. And then all of the people that are looking to be on the news or wanting to be a guest expert, they can submit basically a proposal or their story mm-hmm. and the reporter gets to choose. And it is a paid service. It's not very much. It's like five bucks a month or something at this time. As mm-hmm. a reporter, Cheryl, did have you ever used that on the reporter side? No, I didn't. But remember, I was local. So yeah, so I it really wouldn't pretty, apply, right? Yeah, no, but what I would use it for would be story ideas. Mm. So, um, yeah, I would look, I would use it for story ideas that I could localize, meaning I would, let's say Harrow, one of some Harrow reporter came up with, and it's not a Harrow reporter, but somebody on Harrow <laughs> came up with a story idea on IT cybersecurity. Well, I would then think that's a great idea. I can use that for for one of my shows, let me find an IT security person in Virginia Beach, type that into Google and see what comes up. That makes sense. Yeah. I like that. So what's the best? So when you're Googling these people and you're looking at their website, what are the things that kind of stand out that you're like, yes, he is an expert. Do you have a little checklist in your head? You know, it's, you can sort of tell, I guess, you can tell expertise by the professionalism of the website. If I can see video, video is so good. Mm. Video is so good because you can see it. And since I work in television, I, I need the video. I need the video and I'd like to be able to see whether that person will connect with my audience. And I can see that if you have video. Yeah. Um, audio is good too, um, but video is better, especially just, I mean, just because I'd be in television and I'd like to be able to see that, see that you've done it before. Articles that you've written are always good. So I always suggest to people if they are getting media to put it in one place. 
on your website. Because if you are already getting it, it just helps the other people who are looking for experts, just helps them out. That makes perfect sense. Isn't that So they lazy? don't have to dig around and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. so. I don't want to dig around. You know what? <laughs> Cheryl I'm on a is deadline, lazy. to be honest. Yeah. I'm lazy and I'm on a deadline. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to work. So <laughs> That's perfect. That sounds good. Um, so let's talk about your company for a bit. Like what you, like tell me, um, I'm not cl- quite clear on what your service is. Do you take right. any companies? Like tell me, tell me about that. You know, Lindsay, it's funny that you're asking me that because I'm switching things around. Um, I'm actually now working with companies uh, who are, some of them are trying to get media, but a lot of them are just trying to get publicity for programs that they are promoting. And sometimes it involves the media. Okay. And uh, I work with them to basically stand out, to stand out in their crowd. So uh, media is a tool and I help them get to the media if that works for them. But a lot of it is just helping them stand out. So the whole get media smart concept is sometimes you make your own media. Sometimes you become the person who creates the videos or the podcasts or the periscopes. Certainly you have blog content and that sort of is the base. You have to create your own content in some cases. So I basically help them be seen. And if media is part of what will help them get seen in a better light, then we go in that direction. So when you say get seen in a better light, are you talking about more like website traffic through social media or what are you talking about? Well, not, it can be website traffic, but publicity is a great way to let people know who you are. Um, So when I talk with experts who want to get in the media, Um, I ask them what they want, what you ultimately want from it. And especially in local news, if you have an expert, for example, I have a finance person that I know who remember just a few months ago, we had that terrible stock market crash, like a mini crash. Yeah. The news did a ton of stories on that. And they were looking for experts right then and there. They were looking for experts who could talk about what that meant to your 401k, your IRAs, your bank account, what to do now, now that the market went down hundreds of points and then kind of slowly went back up. And so um, this financial advisor that I know was on all the media. He did a lot of expert interviews and he got clients because people liked what he said and how he said it. And they Googled him and called his office. So at the end of the day, If you're going to be in the media, you want it to be able to help your company and help your business. It doesn't necessarily mean website traffic, although it can. To me, at the end of the day, it means business. As in phone calls or leads. Exactly. As in leads and potential clients who see you and realize it as someone that you that they want to do business with or that they'd like to know more about. That makes sense. And, you know, just as a secondary thing. As a web developer, it really builds credibility on a website to be able to have those awesome logos on there as seen mm-hmm. on it what, does. whatever news channels or newspapers or whatever else. Yeah. Um, do you also help people? Are you pr- primarily TV or do you help people like do like Huffington Post articles or entrepreneur.com articles? Have you helped mm-hmm. that? It's, it's all the same. Um, they're still journalists and they're all looking for stories. So um, my specialty is TV just because I know the deadlines and the deadlines are, as I mentioned earlier, are really critical. Um, 
but I understand the deadlines for TV because I lived it <laughs> for a very long time. Yeah. But the journalist um, search for stories is the same. So I teach the same thing for anyone who's trying to get into the Huffington Post or write for them or be featured um, or get into any sort of media. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I only have you for a few more minutes. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Get Media Smart podcast? What kind of topics you cover? Is that an interview show? Well, right now it is just a challenge. So you can sign up for the, you can just, well, go to iTunes or go to my website, uh, CherylTanMedia.com and listen to the episodes. There are 14 of them and it's, they're basically bite-sized lessons on how to position yourself to become a media magnet, to awesome. become someone that the media would be interested in doing a story on. And you're giving that away for free. Yes, 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 absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. So you said, okay, so just along that, that's the best place for people to get in touch with you. Tell us all of your information and give us that website again before we Please. go. Thank you, Lindsay. It's CherylTanMedia.com, C-H-E-R-Y-L-T-A-N Media.com. And you can connect to the podcast from that website. There are transcripts and links everywhere <laughs> to it. It's the best way to go and, and get information about me from there. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you, Cheryl, for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Until next time, this is One Click Lindsay from trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast, featuring online marketing expert One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping Helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.